Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Rhys and today we are entering into episode 52 of the coronavirus updates section of the podcast and this is all about Scotland because as you will probably have heard at some point over the last day or so the Scottish government have announced restrictions on coronavirus will be lifting uh in Scotland in the next week or so. So I'll go over what the uh, Scottish Government has been saying on this um, and then I will, will uh, well, have a look at um, what's been happening in the rest of the UK. Uh, So with Priti Patel's statement out Downing Street and also some other news around lockdown. Anyway, let's have a look and see what has been said. Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon, and she gave her her briefing. And, well, the, the news was published on Thursday, and she gave her briefing uh, on Friday. I suppose I'm talking as if it was today. I'll be releasing this on Saturday morning, so yesterday's briefing. Um... And this is really the clarification for the Scottish Government's restrictions being lifted. So I wanted to give you the news. Um, according to these new uh, new restrictions that are being lifted, people will be free to meet up with more than one other household, but only one at a time once Phase 1 begins, which I believe, and don't quote me on this, is going to be the 28th of May. Uh, So in just under a week's time, uh, people will be asked to, quote, stay fairly local within a a five mile limit as sort of a a guide to um, how far you should be traveling to meet people and to avoid crowds at tourist hotspots. Uh, So essentially what Nicola Sturgeon is, uh, is, is saying is you can now Go and um, have a look and meet up with people individually from other households, from as many other households as you like, but stay uh, within a, a close area. Don't take the mickey with how far you're going. Don't travel the entire length of the country to see one person, then drive all the way back. Um, although, however, the police will not be doing these um spot checks on quarantine restrictions as much as perhaps they had been. Uh, there will be further clarity on uh, on these restrictions and their, their lifting of them um, before phase one begins, which is next Thursday. Uh, Nicholas Sturgeon saying these changes are incremental uh, and there may well be a need to alter the proposed path Uh, including lifting restrictions quicker, but also slowing down the lifting of restrictions. Uh, But at the moment, the measures remain the same, and they will do until Thursday the 28th. Now, within this uh, free-to-meet-up with more than one household, uh, making sure it's one at a time, Nicholas Sturgeon has urged the public to use good judgment. Um, The government is not imposing a five-mile restriction, but adds um, that long journeys will increase the likelihood of needing to go inside to perhaps use a toilet, which uh, could 
inadvertently spread the uh, the coronavirus. Now, um, Scotland has been testing and testing and testing and testing, and it is apparently very close to reaching its capacity for 15,500 tests a day. Um, and in Scotland, they are also looking to establish this network of test, track and trace, um, which is going to be, uh, I think it was 20, 24, 25,000 in the UK by the 1st of June. In Scotland, they're looking for 2,000, and they currently have 660 um, in place, these contact tracers with somewhere around 750 at various stages of the appointment and training process. That according to Nicholas Sturgeon. So they're on their way to getting this test track and trace network set up. Uh, I hasten to add, so is the UK, uh, according to the Prime Minister at PMQs yesterday. Uh, sorry, on Wednesday. I don't know why I said yesterday. Uh, must be a little bit tired. But uh, according to the Prime Minister then, um, they are still aiming for 24 to 25,000 by the 1st of June. So we're all all on there. Um, now, also at this press conference was Chief Constable Ian Livingston. He was there to remind people that, um, firstly, whilst these restrictions are going to be lifted on Thursday the 28th of May, in the intervening week, or just under a week, um, it is it is not the case that these restrictions have changed in any way, shape or form, and the police will still be there to uh, tick people off and to give them the, the requisite fines if they are seen to be breaking those uh, or any restrictions, because of course they won't change until next Thursday. And um, he was adamant that whilst police don't want to be sort of nosy and interfering in everything, uh, if someone is breaking these restrictions, then they will um, face the action which is available to the police. As well as that, he was there to say that uh, Scotland, in Scotland, the police force has released 300, nearly 300 prisoners from their prisons in an effort to stop people uh, getting or contracting COVID-19. However, unfortunately, two out of those prisoners have re-offended and they will be treated as such. Um, Nicholas Sturgeon also had a quick swipe at the US president uh, saying she wished uh, Donald Trump would be just a little bit more responsible in the things he said about coronavirus. Obviously, the two leaders have taken slightly different approaches to their handling of the coronavirus crisis. Um, but Nicholas Sturgeon just giving a little uh, a little swipe there at her American counterpart. Um, she did, however, have news on the R number in Scotland. It is still between 0.7 and 1, uh, says Nicholas Sturgeon. And she thinks the infection rate could still be higher than the rest of the UK, which is why Scotland has taken the steps to delay coming out of the lockdown, certainly delay it past when the UK Prime Minister announced the lockdown would be ending, sort of by, by just over a week or so, uh, saying that um, despite the island being below one for three weeks, uh, supplementary factors are also reducing, and that is behind the easing of the lockdown next week. Uh, although standing by her decision, she still thinks it would have been wrong to make these decisions two weeks ago. Uh, so Scotland... Um, is coming out of its lockdown. They are slowly but surely um, easing their way out of uh, of lockdown, and it's interesting to see uh, the the reaction 
to this announcement from the First Minister uh, because as these um, restrictions begin next week, uh, it has also been announced that schools will be reopening in August. August, of course, being the time when Scottish schools reopen normally, but they will be reopening one week earlier than planned from the summer holidays. Uh, there's no attempt to push for the 1st of June, as has been seen in the UK for some schools. Um, it is interesting to see that even the Scottish government saying on the 11th of August, children will be returning in a, quote, blended model of home and school learning. And apart from that, the only changes happening to schools in June is that teachers will be returning to schools um, to try and give some transition support to um, children moving between school years, not trying to get full classes back in. Um, it's just an effort of trying to, to slowly get back to some sense of normality. Um, now... The route map for easing lockdown, I, have, I actually realise I haven't gone over the full uh, road map yet, so I'll just quickly go through it. The, there are four phases for easing the restrictions, and phase one uh, is from the 28th of May, where you'll be meeting another household outside in small numbers. Sunbathing is allowed, um, some outdoor, out outdoor activities, I beg your pardon, such as golf and fishing will be allowed, and garden centres and drive through takeaways will reopen uh, with outdoor work resuming and childminding services can begin. So that's the first stage, sort of similar to what we're seeing in the in England right now. Um, in phase two, when they believe the virus is controlled, there will be larger outdoor group meetings and you can meet one more household indoors. Uh, construction, factories, warehouses, labs, uh, laboratories, sorry, and small shops, they can resume work. Playgrounds and sports courts, sports courts can reopen and professional sports can begin again. So that's uh, their, their next phase of moving into after the 28th of May. Interestingly, no date on that. They don't want to be giving anyone false hope. Uh, possibly a good move. Um, phase three is where they believe the virus to be suppressed. Uh, and you'll be able to meet people from more than one household indoors. Uh, Non-essential offices will reopen along with gyms, museums, libraries, cinemas, large shops, pubs, restaurants, hairdressers and dentists. Um, live events could take place with restricted numbers and physical distancing restrictions. Interestingly enough, school reopening on the 11th of August is in phase three, so they're expecting it to be around then, I reckon. Um, in phase four, when the virus is no longer considered a serious threat, university and college campuses will be reopening for full, uh, or sorry, in full, and mass gatherings will be allowed. All workplaces will be opened and public transport will be back at full capacity. Those are the phases of the Scottish lockdown restrictions uh, being lifted. Um, interesting enough, as I said before, no dates on that, but a vague idea of a sort of timeline being given by phase three, including the schools reopening. Um, so that is just something interesting about about that particular part of the Scottish government's outlook on how their restrictions will be going. So that's all on the Scottish government. Uh, I'm going to go back now to have a look at some things going on in the rest of the UK, uh, namely Priti Patel's statement she made on Friday. Um, there will be new measures in place at the UK border. Uh, these quarantine measures, uh, they'll be introduced on the 8th of June to, quote, prevent a second wave of infections. That's according to the Home Secretary. Uh, these, this compulsory quarantine uh, for travellers to the UK will be enforced by spot checks. There will be a 1,000 
£1,000 fine. Um, it is a 14-day self-isolation period. Um, so that's what uh, what was standard practice for people who had a case of coronavirus in their in their home and didn't present symptoms themselves. Um, yeah, so anyone entering the UK will quarantine themselves for 14 days, and that measure itself will be reviewed every three weeks from the 8th of June. Um, all travellers coming into the UK will have to provide their address so that Border Force can provide these spot checks. Uh, those fines for breaking the rules are up to £1,000, and re repeat offenders can be removed from the UK. Uh, and anyone providing false information could be refused entry to the UK. Uh, there are a number of exemptions. Uh, so freight drivers, some medical professionals and foreign officials will be among those who are exempt from quarantine. And anyone travelling from the Republic of Ireland, the Channel Islands and the Isle of Man into the UK will also be exempt from the quarantine. Um, now, that is um, a big list of exemptions. Um, there are quite a few people who will feel they are essential workers who are not classed in that exemption list and there are some people who will, will wonder why people from different countries are are being exempted anyway um, but it is a step on the way to um, tackling a second wave of infections it is almost certainly the right thing to do and uh, probably or even possibly rather should have been done earlier uh, it's all very well trying to prevent the second wave it could have been done to, to mitigate perhaps the first wave now in some disappointing news um, there also at the press conference there was an announcement from the border force they have intercepted thousands of counterfeit coronavirus tests and um, masks that are posing as professional medical masks that are not standard um, and coronavirus supplies have also been used to smuggle in contraband to the UK, including, um, I, I can't quite believe this one, including an AK-47 rifle, um, which is quite something. That is, yeah. Yes, yeah, that is quite something to try and smuggle through, pretending it's uh, coronavirus care. Um, how exactly do you care for someone with uh, an AK-47 rifle. Uh, some news coming out from the backlash to this quarantine. Um, British Aerospace, uh, sorry, ADS, uh, which represents aerospace, defence, security and space sectors in the UK, says the move will hold back the UK's economic recovery, um, saying that key workers across our sectors must be provided with a route to secure exemptions and allow travel essential to our economic recovery so that's one of the groups saying why aren't we in this uh, exemption from quarantine can't really expect a pilot to come into the uk quarantine 14 days before flying back out again you run out of pilots if you were running a certain amount of planes a day um, and the british chamber of commerce director general adam marshall said businesses in the uk and across the world will be deeply concerned about this quarantine saying the approach will damage international business and investor confidence at a time when this is vital to demonstrate the UK can open for business safely. Um, so just some of the reactions. Um, I'm just going to give you one last uh, bit of, of news from the UK and then one from the rest of the world. Um, local councils are questioning this, this plan 
to reopen the schools in England on the 1st of June. Uh, it's looking increasingly likely that it actually may not happen uh, on the 1st of June or not in the, the way in which Gavin Williamson wants it to. So I'll keep you updated on that in the next couple of podcasts. And um, two stories from America, one from North America, one from South America. In North America, the U, uh, not in North America, sorry, I've read that wrong. Uh, one last one from the UK. UK government borrowing has reached £62.1 billion in April, a record high. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye on how the Conservatives will be managing the economic recovery from this. Uh, all the, the work that's gone into reducing the deficit has been blown out of the water in one fell swoop. And uh, from South America, uh, Brazil's death toll has hit over 20,000. And there are now fears the Latin American country could be the pandemic's next epicenter. Right then, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unbox podcast. I have run woefully over time. Uh, I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode. Until then, goodbye. Mm-hmm.